Hi, my name is Manton. This is the Timetable Microcast. So Timetable is my short podcast where I talk about what I'm working on, including micro.blog. And lately, there's been a lot of progress. I called the Mac app version 1.0. You know, it has been in beta. There hasn't been a lot of changes, a lot of bug reports over the last week. I decided it was good enough for 1.0 and just taking the beta label off of it, I think helps because I can point more people to it from within micro.blog and anyone who might be scared off using a beta version. Don't worry, it's 1.0. There's still a lot to do, but I'm really happy with the first version. I've also rolled out the WordPress importer for micro.blog. This is if you have a WordPress site, and you want to move completely to micro.blog hosting, you know, you, you don't just want to add your RSS feed from WordPress. You want to completely move all your posts. You can now export them from WordPress, import them into micro.blog. And micro.blog does a few things that I think help with this kind of migration process. I have moved my site, my personal site, manton.org, a few times between blogging platforms. And there's always a couple issues. One is making sure you got all your images and kind of extra files outside your blog post. And the other is making sure that you preserve old URLs so that you don't break anything. And so in micro.blog, it parses all the posts when it imports them, looks for images, and downloads them. Downloads the photos that you might have included with image tags and stores them on micro.blog's image server so everything's together. And for old URLs now, micro.blog, along with each post, stores the old WordPress URL. And so it has that. And by default, the URL you know, formats and the pattern in the URL is different for micro.blog hosted blogs, but it knows the old WordPress URL. And now I just enabled this uh, yesterday. It can check that if a request comes in with the old URL and redirect to the new post automatically. So there's still some improvements to be made with the WordPress import. I'm still learning a lot as I go through this. Simple things like you know, the first version accidentally, you know, imported draft posts and deleted posts. I didn't expect those were going to be in the import, but they're there. So, you know, tweaks like that, some fixes, and people have been really patient, thankfully, sending me support email and bug reports after they've tried the importer. So it's in good shape now. There's still a little bit of work to do. I'm actually pretty happy overall with the architecture for micro.blog, the kind of balance between hosting and the social network, the dynamic features and the static features. As some of y'all know, micro.blog hosted blogs are built on Jekyll. And I, I wanted to have like a static site generator of some kind underneath the hood so that I could push out all these HTML files, all these images to potentially multiple servers, serve them very, very quickly. Didn't want to have to worry about lots of layers of caching or hitting a database on the back end just for a simple blog post request or simple pulling an RSS feed or JSON feed. But there are some things like the redirect for old WordPress URLs where I do need to pull in some code dynamic, you know, at the time the request comes in. And so it's this little bit of a hybrid, 99% static, fast, a little bit of code when it needs to be. And then on top of that, of course, there's this whole layer of the micro.blog web app itself, where you have the API, you have the timeline and all the database and caching that goes along with that. 
So still not a lot of users compared to like a real social network that's actually been launched and is open to the public. But it's enough where I feel like the design of how I've built micro.blog will work and will scale. And it's just really exciting to see new people come in and register. And I'm trying to make that first launch experience uh, even better. I just rolled out a redesigned homepage for micro.blog when you're not signed in to try to cut out a bunch of the junk and the text that no one reads and just stick to the basics. Like what's the mission statement? What's the story? Why does micro.blog exist? Why did I build this thing? And try to do it as just a concise way as possible so that people can come to the site, they can kind of get a sense of what it's about, and then they can register. Today, I invite another 100, 150 people from the waiting list. I've got a couple thousand people still. Uh, it's so awesome to have that many people that were waiting to sign up. And I'm working through those leading up to the public launch. And as I'm going, I'm tweaking some things like the email and the homepage so that hopefully when people click in and they register, they have the best chance for understanding what the platform is about. And hopefully a bunch of them, you know, converting into paying customers and using either the hosting or the cross posting to Twitter and Facebook. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm also still doing some work trying to get things organized for the Indie Web Camp in Austin. I feel like we're making progress. I'll have more to report on that tomorrow. If you need to find past episodes, it's timetable.fm. Hope you're having a good week. Bye.